Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of varicose veins from the cardiovascular section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 46-year-old woman presents for the evaluation of, quote, visible veins in both her lower extremities. She describes this as unappealing, but denies any associated discomfort. She has worked as a cashier for the past 10 years, where she spends the majority of her time standing. On exam, there are palpable, dilated, tortuous, subcutaneous veins measuring approximately 3.5 millimeters in diameter while in the upright position. This is a case of varicose veins. Let's now get into the topic. Let's start with an introduction about this topic. Varicose veins are palpable, distended, tortuous, subcutaneous veins. The main involved vessel is the saphenous vein. It also involves saphenous tributaries. It may involve non-saphenous superficial veins of the leg. In terms of its etiology, primary etiology would be primary venous disease. Secondary etiology would be previous deep vein thrombosis. And congenital etiology would be Klippel-Trenone syndrome. Next, let's discuss the pathogenesis of varicose veins. It may occur due to valve incompetence leading to venous hypertension. This may result in inflammation and valve remodeling or loss if there is prolonged venous hypertension. Epidemiology and risk factors would mainly include advanced age, family history, prolonged standing, and multiparity. It is more common in women than in men. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including symptoms and physical exam findings of varicose veins. In terms of symptoms, it may be asymptomatic or may describe calf heaviness and swelling. With respect to physical exam findings, you may notice palpable, distended, tortuous, subcutaneous veins. In terms of evaluation and clinical diagnosis, a duplex ultrasound is warranted. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the two main differentials to keep in mind are reticular veins and telangiectasias. Let's now discuss the treatment of varicose veins. The two main treatment methods are compression therapy and vein ablation therapy. Compression therapy can accompany leg elevation and exercise. And finally, let's discuss the prognosis, prevention, and complications of varicose veins. In terms of the prognosis, in untreated patients, it may be asymptomatic or may result in skin changes, venous ulcers, and superficial thrombophlebitis. In terms of complications, the main complications are skin changes and venous ulcers and may develop complications after certain procedures. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 46-year-old female waitress presents to your office complaining of painful, tortuous veins and a feeling of, quote, fullness in her legs. Which of the following is most likely abnormal in this patient? 1. Hydrostatic blood pressure 2. Aortic valve 3. Endothelial tight junctions, 4. Venous valves, or 5. Collagen synthesis. 
And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, venous valves. The patient's presentation is consistent with varicose veins. Varicose veins are a result of dysfunctional venous valves. Remember, valvular incompetence leads to distal venous dilation and abnormal blood flow contributing towards the characteristic enlarged and tortuous appearance. They are more prevalent in women and occur most often in the superficial veins of the legs. Prolonged standing can worsen their appearance. In addition to being aesthetically displeasing, the varicose veins can be quite painful. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Jones and Carrick review the management of varicose veins. Conservative treatment options include avoidance of prolonged standing, external compression garments, leg elevation, exercise, and weight loss. More aggressive treatment includes injection sclerotherapy, external lasers, and surgery. In the second citation, Hamden reviews varicose veins and venous insufficiency in the Journal of American Medical Association. Symptoms of chronic venous disease range from cosmetic spider veins to large painful varicose veins, lipodermatosclerosis of the skin, and ulceration. However, there is no definitive stepwise progression from spider veins to ulceration. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choices 1, 2, 3, and 5 are all incorrect because none of these are responsible for the development of varicose veins. And that's all for this review about varicose veins. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.